Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon. Welcome to How We Grow, the vacation rental show. I'm Linnell Gordon, your host, and I've got an amazing, amazing vacation rental manager here that has his hands in all different kinds of technology pots, I'm just telling you. He has lots of friends in the industry that are doing cutting-edge tech, and his name is Travis Wilburn. Travis, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Well, we've been having fun discussing this. This is so much fun what we do. And let me tell you a little bit about Travis. Okay. So Travis is the co-creator of the 100 Collection. And if you don't know about it, you should go on the100collection.com and take a look. He's also the co-founder of Blue Cedar Partners. They work with vacation rental managers to help them thrive. So he's in the right place to talk to us. He's also on the advisory committee of the TomTom Foundation right there in his hometown of Charlottesville, Virginia. And he also is the principal partner at Stay Charlottesville, where he does property management. Beautiful website there. It looks really great. And so, Travis, tell me what you think today is up and coming that we need to know for the next year. So up and coming, I think the fastest thing that will probably should grow in our industry is machine learning for direct booking websites. And so if you think about Amazon as an example, that has clearly probably some of the best tech. They serve up different ads designed for you versus me versus my wife versus my mother. And what I believe we'll see within this industry is, as all managers should know, photography is really, really key in selling our product. However, we have 24 to 48 photos for each listing. And the photo that I serve to you should be different than the photo that I serve to me, or maybe the listing or the price point or even the description. And I think what we'll see growing in this industry, hopefully this year, is using some type of AI machine learning tools on our direct booking websites to better serve content to the guest, more appropriate content. Okay. Well, let me tell you how right on you are. You are so right on there. And I'll tell you that I've interviewed two different people in the last two months that have talked about this. And I have an appointment today with a company that specializes in it because I'm working as a consultant for one of the property managers that's interested in it. And they're like, Linnell, will you just come listen and tell me what you think? Now, I want to say something, guys. If you wonder what good photography looks like on a website, you should take a look at Stay Charlottesville. Travis, that's the first thing I noticed when I looked at your website. They give me this sheet in the morning and I can look at that. It's like, Travis is an expert in XYZ. Here are the things you should look at. Not once did it say photography on your website, but when I went to your website, I was like, wow, these are beautiful photos. So now we're going past it, guys. So if you don't have great photography on your website, you're behind the curve right this second because we're not just talking about that. We're talking about serving up different photos based on a character profile that they're creating from your AI that's on your website. And it plugs in like through a JavaScript or some sort of plugin on your website. And it just automatically feeds the data that people are looking at, including the pictures, guys, that you put in. Now, you were talking about a lot of our sites right now, Travis, are static. Explain that to people so they have an idea what you're talking about. Sure. So the front end of my own website is going to look the same to every guest. And we're not serving up different content. And the ability to know your profile is already there, right? And so they should serve up a property to me that's $200 a night and photos of the kitchen or the living room or the big TV or whatever it might be and the appropriate description. I'm going to look at the bathtubs because I'm a 
that's my big deal in a vacation rental. And, you know, one of the things I've always talked about a lot in this industry is I always put wolf stoves whenever I have a chance in a property. And it's not because I like wolf stoves. It's because I have those red knobs. And those red knobs spell out quality to the majority of our demographic, which is 65% female. And, you know, if you go into the hotel space, you know exactly what you're going to get if you go book a Fairfield Inn versus a Ritz-Carlton, right? But that doesn't exist within our industry right now. There is no true brand, you know, we're all over the place. And so spelling out quality through suggestive photos is exactly what we do, whether it's photos of pools or kitchens or TVs or bedding. People are making a significant investment, whether it's $200 or $2,000 a night. And I think where we'll end up is now it's not just that great photography, but making sure that I capture you with that one photo that's really going to speak to you. And we're going to see some companies doing that this year. There's already a great company that's doing it. And I think we'll see a couple more pop up. Yeah, we are. And here's the thing though, guys, I want you to think about this. As a techie, when you put your photos in, if you're taking photos and you're putting new photos in, as you do label those photos, make sure they're labeled. Honestly, we've been doing the labeling since the 90s. I'm going to be real honest. We have, because we used to use it for metadata tags. Remember when we Mm -hmm. put our pictures in? So I just want to say, make sure that if you're not labeling those, that's going to be really important because this technology for the AI learning I'm going to say it's not rocket science because it's really not. It's technology forward that's using algorithms that we already write, but they're using algorithms that will do some really cool stuff. It is the latest technology in the way that we're using it. But what I'm saying is that for us as property managers, as we look at our website and we look at plugging something like this in, we have to be aware that the data that they're looking for is going to have to come from us, the property manager, okay? And it comes out from our website and it will come from our pictures, from the labeling and things like that. So I just want people to be aware that's not later, it's actually now. There are companies that are using this technology today and there are statistics that show that it's converting and it's a higher conversion rate. So that's the whole key here. We're looking for higher conversion rates, enough that it offsets the cost of this technology, right, Travis? Absolutely. I mean, hopefully anybody should be able to show you those conversion numbers. Something I'll add to it's like, first, make sure you have great photography in your photography whenever you get an opportunity, which we still need to do this as a group. Add your brand to the TV when you're taking that photo so you can make sure that you're distributed out to OTAs and other channels and displaying your local brand. Good example of that, there's a company out of Charleston called Stay Duvet that does it really well in every one of the photos of their TV. You see that local brand and then you know start exploring AI. I mean, that's, I think, definitely the third step in running a good platform. So let me ask you this. If you're going to give advice to yourself going back How long have you been in the industry? I've been in the industry since 2007, professionally since 2010. Okay. So if you want to go back 20 years, 15 years and give yourself advice, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, my Lord. I think the first thing that I would do is surround myself with a network. I think oftentimes you see different breakpoints as people grow their businesses. There's a flexion point about you know 20 properties, 25 properties. You're generally the person who controlled the Batman phone, if you will, for the last couple of years. I say go to a conference, go to something like VRMA or a software conference. But surround yourself with people that have done this. And that's the game changer. First and foremost, find people outside of your market that you can connect with and research software on, research ideas, agreements. 
for me, the very first conference I ever went to was VRMA in 2014. And that changed absolutely everything. I realized, oh, wow. At that time, I think it was 800 people, maybe 1,200 other people like me. And so I think we're up to, what, 3,000 people now wow. going to these different conferences? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What do you think is the number one best piece of advice to give property managers who want to grow their business? Probably making sure that you have the right tools in place to be able to do that. And so there is different property management systems designed for different sized groups and making sure that you have the appropriate fit, making sure that when you go look at one of these property management systems or other tools that that particular vendor can give you recommendations, making sure that you have the right tools in the tool belt, I think is probably one of the most crucial pieces. Make sure that you're building your brand. You know, one of the things I love to talk about within this industry is I, I love to use Delta Airlines and Kayak as an example. If Kayak was filling up 100% of the plane for Delta, it's Kayak that has the business, not Delta. And so you've got to grow your direct traffic any and every way that you possibly can. Connect yourself to as many local websites as you possibly can, your DMO websites, but you've got to get your brand out there. I think that's really crucial. And it's one of the things that's becoming tougher and tougher to do in this industry. Because when we go back 20 years, companies like Airbnb didn't exist. We had Verbo, HomeAway, FlipKey, but they were all glorified Craigslist ads, right? So you paid to play. You know, I always call it lead, silver, and gold or platinum or whatever it might be. And we always paid to be platinum so that we could control the front page. That's clearly not how it works anymore. And so those days you can have your brand forward facing. And now a lot of the OTAs make sure that your brand doesn't exist and it's just your properties or your reviews. So every opportunity you have to grow your direct traffic, you should be able to plug in you know, vacation rentals destination, if you will. And you want to be on page number one. You want to be at the top of that page. And so obviously that's SEO. That takes a little bit of time. But also for free, Google reviews is still crucial to your business. TripAdvisor reviews. You know, I do think it's funny. People ask all the time about... I have a, quite a few different businesses. And generally, we only have Google reviews on those businesses. But in our business, we have OTA reviews on three different platforms. We have internal reviews on our own platform. You have Google reviews, TripAdvisor reviews. You have Yelp reviews. It's like it's a lot to keep up with and manage, but it is free. And so you can very easily add great reviews. And that's probably one of the other pieces I would add to trying to grow your business. That's excellent. Those are excellent things that people have to do. If you're not doing all of those, and if you're not doing them well, if someone wants to know something about what you just said, Travis, can they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm simple. I mean, I give my email out to everybody. It's Travis at staycharlottesville.com. Feel free. I'm happy to talk to anyone. How We Grow has partnered with LMPM, a next-generation property management software designed to enhance operations and improve guest experience. Discover a modern take on everything you need to manage your properties. Take bookings, automate trust accounting, and ensure your guests enjoy their stay. Learn more about their light and fast property management software at LMPM.com. Let me ask you this. Okay. I'm going to delve in a little bit deeper because what I really want to ask you is we're talking about the latest trends and the changes in the vacation rental industry because you stay on top of that like nobody's business. Let's talk about the future for just a minute. Can you give me your thoughts on the future of AI? 
Wow. So I'm definitely not the smartest in the room on this one, but I have gotten to surround myself by a couple people that are. And I would say AI is just at the very beginning. And I think of it as the cell phone that used to be the car phone. And it's about to become the iPhone within a year. And so it took 10 years for the car phone to jump into the iPhone to change the world. And I think a lot of people will see implementation of AI this year. And I'm looking forward to being able to follow along and learn more. But most people believe it's going to be bigger than the internet. I'm not even sure how that's possible, but it's going to be interesting to learn for sure. I'm, I'm going to keep my finger on the pulse and going back to the original question about like building the network. I'm going to make sure that I am networked with people that do have that finger on that pulse that can help lead me in making good decisions. And so I think, you know, way that chats are going to work on the front end of your website or email correspondence, all of this is going to change very quickly within our industry. I definitely agree. I do. I think if there's one thing that we need to be listening to, it's where are we going with AI? And it's not just vacation rentals, guys, although it's definitely affecting our industry. It's everywhere. I know my husband just published a paper last week on AI learning and ancient medieval manuscripts. And I'm like, wow, chat GPT and the new 4.0. And there's so much going on. If we don't keep abreast of it from our friends, like you say, who are doing it, we won't know. And I think it's going to be huge too. Let me shift our gear a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about what you've learned from your customer feedback that helped you shape your approach to building the 100 collection. Would you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, I mean, one of the questions I ask Absolutely everybody that I love and from that customer feedback is our job as vacation role managers is to best serve the owners as well as the guests until one of them's not doing a good job for the other. And that's when we become the teeter-totter, right? And I, as well as many other managers, are very selective of what they bring on. We have great properties within our own portfolio here at State Charlottesville. How do you find that great experience in Jackson Hole, Wyoming or Telluride, Colorado? or St. Simons, Georgia, or any of the other 500 different destinations in the U.S. And that guest is going to tell you that they're going to take the path of least resistance. This is generally going to be an OTA, online travel agency. And so the impetus of the 100 collection is literally to showcase the best managers as well as the best properties within their portfolio to the guests, to take the guesswork out of it and take back traffic from the OTAs. And so ironically, out of Charlottesville was born a technology called a Hotelicopter. Hotelicopter became RoomKey. RoomKey was six large hotel groups that got together because they were losing their market share to the online travel agencies. All online travel agencies were raising their rates, filling up more of the hotel, and the hotels were freaking out. So they said, hey, this is how we're going to compete. And that's exactly what's been happening in our industry for years, right? So we go back to the Craigslist ads, right? Talking about HomeAway or Verbo. You know, they're transactional platforms now. Airbnb is a transactional platform and they are essentially OTAs. And so it's important to be distributing on OTAs, but it's also very important to book direct, to retain that guest and for us to showcase to the guests that we have 50 to 60 to 70 other destinations that we can serve up to them that can deliver the same experience I, as a professional property manager, will in Charlottesville. And right now, that doesn't exist. And I often think of vacation rental managers as kind of like the dodo bird. I feel like we're a dying breed. And I don't think that we need to be. You know, It's a little bit of a different model, but I look at what Marriott did. 
Marriott has 30 different brands, including homes and villas. And if you want to go own a Marriott hotel, they make it really easy because they have a general manager that has been brought up reading the playbook, one of the various Marriott brands, and they completely understand how to operate the hotel that general manager does. And then the ownership group is usually not very involved at all. And ultimately, I think that's something that we should be able to put in play in our industry so that vacation rental managers stop dropping like flies. You know, I think these are really fun businesses. They're great businesses. And we have yet to see any large groups of scale actually run vacation rental groups efficiently. I'm looking at Casa Go. I'm, I'm putting my eyes there to watch and see how that goes for them. And their new venture to try that. Absolutely. Well, and I think what Costco, I love what they're doing. And I love the way that they're doing it, right? And so there's an old farm ACM that's the best seat is the owner's footsteps. And in their model, they are putting owners into these local localities. And those owners are franchisees. And Costco has people like Alex O'Hesner, who, you know, in my mind, is one of the legends of our industry in regards to marketing. I absolutely love her. And all of the franchisees now have the benefit of having Alex's mind, Ryan's mind, and Steve Schwab's mind. I know. It's crazy. You know, I've talked about this a little bit earlier, but in our industry, A, the feeling of alone is often prevalent as we get started with our businesses. And, you know, in the hotel world, if you want to go run a hotel, you go to the school of Cornell and you get your PhD in hospitality. In the vacation rental world, you go to the school of hard knocks. And so whether it's what they're doing, which we're a partner to a couple of Casago franchisees, we work with local owners and local markets. We're also putting an incredible team together to represent local vacation rental managers. And so like our head of PR is the same woman that ran the PR for the Michelin star, James Beard. I, as Stace Schultzville, cannot afford that. But by putting everybody in this collection, we can. You know, Costco is one unique model that you're a huge fan of. I'm obviously a big fan of our model, but ultimately our goal is to make sure that vacation rental managers have the ability to stay in their chair and feel like their lives are a little bit easier, if you will. I love that because that is the vision that a lot of people have caught. Yourself, Steve Schwab, there are other people out there that are doing the same thing. And I think it's a recognition of the fact that number one, we do want to take over our bookings again. And in order to do that, we have to have collective power. And if it's not going to be through something like VRMA, like the switch that we were trying to do years ago, that exact thing. When this first came out, we recognized it. Listen, I was in California when Airbnb came to one of the first firms and they approached me about programming for them. And at that time, well, and still I was like, you know, I really only want to work for vacation rental managers. The OTA part, there is definitely a need for that. There is a place for it in vacation rentals, but not in what I was doing. So as that's grown, I think now in the place that you're talking about, Travis, we do have to bond together. Somebody's got to stand up and make the kinds of things that you're doing happen so that we can create that same type of opportunity for our guests who are coming to stay anywhere in the world but you don't have to do it through direct booking like what you're doing. I'm a huge believer in what you're doing there. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it's going to take a lot of people. It's not just going to be the 100 collection or Casago. There's going to be others. And we need that. And we need to take back control of the steering wheel, if you will. And we control the supply. Ultimately, we decide where it goes. And what you'll see over the next couple of years, I'm sure, is some of those OTA fees going up and going up and going up. And if we band together, that doesn't have to happen. 
we can, I believe, affect certain companies' margins. But we can work collectively and hopefully make some of the bad actors hopefully better actors and feel like we're listened to. You know, there was a really great conference that VRMA put back on in Las Vegas. And we had a session which was hosted by Sarah Bradford and Tim, and they had some of the OTAs there. And I mean, it was very obvious of, you know, which OTA the entire industry was frustrated with. I believe it's time that we made them listen the same way that the hotels and airlines figured it out back in 2010 and 11. If anybody can make someone listen, and it's Tim. <laughs> He's very <laughs> good at that. I was in that session. That was a good session. He's very good at that. Let's do something fun. I want you to tell me your favorite guest or owner story. We're going to talk about why well, I always love to ask because we remember those types of stories that have made us feel good about what we do, have made us laugh, or have made us cry. God, I have so many, but I think the first that comes to mind is, you know, Charlotte Hill's a really unique area. We're kind of like a Boulder, Colorado, surrounded by Napa Valley. You know, we've got an urban market surrounded by wine country. And we get a lot of big shows here. I mean, the Rolling Stones and U2 and Dave Matthews, which is from here, host on a regular basis, various celebrities. And we always have to sign, you know, NDA and not let anybody know that they're there. And this particular time, you know, Pink was in town and staying at one of her properties and had her tour bus there. And, you know, this was an owner who spent part of his time in Charlottesville and his other half of his time in California. And he was in California and he sent me an Instagram post. He's like, Pink is staying in my living room right now. <laughs> and he kept on hitting me up. And you know, clearly it was his living room, but I'm like, I cannot say. Neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny this. It's fun. I think, you know, ultimately it's just meeting these random guests every once in a while. And I have my own carriage house behind my house. And there's a guy that's from Charlottesville who moved up to Detroit. And he is one of the people that helped rebuild Detroit. So, you know, a lot of people still have an image of what Detroit looked like from back in 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And it is not at all the same Detroit. It is very, very different, a great place to invest. And this is probably going to be my next great story. I also have family that happens to be from outside of Detroit. And so I go up there and on an annual basis and got my finger on the pulse. And so I uh, was doing a little bit of construction in my backyard that was unexpected during the stay. And so I went to go knock and apologize to the gentleman. And when the gentleman came to the door, I was like, oh my God. I know exactly who you are. And of course, he's surprised. I'm like, you're Maurice Cox. You're the guy that rebuilt Detroit. And he's like, yeah, I'm living in Chicago now. And I'm like, oh, no way. I'm like, I've got a family member who is doing the Obama library. And he was like, well, long story short, we found out that that family member was the one that invited him because of Detroit to Chicago. So for all the real estate investors out there listening, if you followed what happened in Detroit 10 years ago, it became a really great real estate investment. Pay attention to Chicago now because there's going to be some pretty cool opportunities, I think, coming down the pipe there as well. I have to think, I didn't know that about Chicago. Yeah, they've experienced similar things to Detroit. It'll be interesting to see if that same strategy will play out and how it will play out. They have such good restaurants in Chicago. Talking about James Beard Ward, 
thinking about oh, that. Yeah. That's the first thing I think about when I think about Chicago. But yeah, I have friends in Detroit that actually do real estate there. Or I was really close to, and they've made a fortune in the last 10 years. Yeah, it's definitely changed. I mean, people don't realize this, but they can't keep up with the housing right now. It's in high demand. But one of the things I learned a long time ago is that real estate is cyclical. And you always look for wherever the artists are going because they look for the cheapest real estate. And then the artists improve the real estate and then other people will start following. It usually starts with the artists, then it's the coffee shop and the whole system there and definitely very changed. Well, I want to give you an opportunity. Is there anything else that you want to say to people who are looking to grow their business? I do appreciate you being a resource for them. That is very generous, very generous indeed. There are a thousand different ways to do it. I think one of the biggest things that we've been seeing within this industry is kind of this competition between the professionals and the hosts. There's you know, somewhat two different brands, if you will. And there are a lot of people that have grown their entire business just on Airbnb and they reference themselves as hosts versus professional managers. The one thing that I would remind just about everyone is we all started somewhere with one property or two properties and we're now here. I would just say that, you know, when you grow your business, make sure that you're growing it legally. I think it's one of the biggest things that we're seeing across the U.S. is regulatory issues. And a lot of that is born out of the unprofessionalism of a couple of bad actors who don't care about regulatory issues or their community or their neighbors. And I would say grow your business, but make sure that you're growing your business intelligently, legally, and respectful of that community. Because as you guys well know, and most of the people in our industry, we've interviewed, I think, over 150, 170 companies at this point. And I'd say about 55, 60% of them are dealing with some type of regulatory issue. And not all of them are bad, but a lot of them are born out of the lack of respect of community. Sounds like I need to have Scott Leggett on again. He's my expert for regulatory issues. He keeps his finger on the pulse there. Travis, thank you so much for your time and offering to take it and to help people who are trying to grow and scale their business. I love this interview. What you've said earlier was really spot on for things that I've heard. So thanks for being here to tell us about it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This episode of How We Grow was brought to you by the lightning fast property management software at LNPM. To find out more about how LNPM can help to grow your vacation rental business, visit LNPM.com. Be sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found, and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.